Now let's turn your attention away from the S&P 500 and look at small caps. I'd like to bring in Vic Cunningham, Portfolio Manager, Third Avenue Small Cap Value Fund. Glad you're able to be with us. Thanks, Thanks for being here. Thanks for so, having me. Um, I'm looking at your fund, right? TASCX outpacing the major market averages. What's going right for small caps? Uh, well, small caps uh, have been doing acting along with the large caps, I think our fund has been doing well and that you saw a lot of speculative activity due to excess liquidity in the 2021-2022 period. Uh, and uh, coming into the year, we were conservatively positioned mm -hmm. and you know, we, we, met, we value our companies with a long-term view and, and I think that and having strong balance sheets, which is a, a critical right. part of our investment process, has really paid dividends this year. Is that what you're still doing, a conservative view and, and being more conservative as people are worried about a recession or high rates? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, you're seeing, you're seeing some hiccups on, on the credit side. Um, you know, what happened in the UK over the last few weeks, I think that might be a trend. Yeah. Uh, so it's really important to be aligned with companies that have great balance sheets and, and management teams that are willing to take advantage of volatility to create value in the long term. So when I was looking through some of the names that you like, um, for example, Tidewater, some some are, have really outpaced the market. I mean, Tidewater's been a great performer. Yes, Why does that one jump out at you? And well, do you still like it even with 100% gain this year? Uh, yeah, yes, we do. Uh, it's our second largest position in fund currently. That's great. Um, Tidewater is in the oil services um, business. They, they provide ships that uh, come out to, to oil rigs. Mm -hmm. um, and. We really like it because this is a company that did go through a bankruptcy um, right. and we bought it in a post-bankruptcy reorg. Uh, the balance sheet's been cleansed, so they have very little debt. Um, and right now, we think there's still a supply-demand imbalance in oil and gas. And a company like that has a lot of ability to, to grow as, as more spending. Spending is still well below um, the levels before the, the, the um, oil crash in, the, in 2000, I mean, um, 2014. So we really think there's a lot of opportunity there. And because of the bankruptcy, they have, um, they have a net operating losses. So all of that cash won't have to pay taxes on it. Right, okay. And then as you, we look ahead to the next three to five years, you're anticipating higher rates and unwind of some of the large cap names. And in the meantime, you're saying there's opportunity for small cap outperformance. Now, that's not a broad brush, all small caps, right? It's, it's the ones that you're carefully selecting by looking at the balance sheet, or is it all small caps? Uh, that's an excellent question. Uh, yes, uh, what you've seen in the last five years is you've seen large caps so not double um, small caps over that yeah. time, which is which is historically inconsistent, and we really think small caps have been left behind because of all this liquidity, and we firmly believe that the era era of easy money is over, and that all of the fiscal and monetary stimulus will come back, and that will disproportionately benefit small caps as it has hurt them over the last five yeah. years. But I think you raise a good point: is that you can't just blanketly buy it. The indexes, right. because of indexation, which are now half the, the market, uh, they become sloppy. Um, debt levels are high, 40% of the companies aren't making any money, so it's really important to be selective and buy companies that have good balance sheets and, and good growth potential. And when we look at your fund, TASCX, I mentioned that earlier, down 7% year-to-date, outpacing 
um, across the board, even the, com the competition, you know, even within the peer group. I mean, better than the S&P 500, but better than small caps in general. How often are you rebalancing? How many names are in this fund? I mean, I know you said you go through the balance sheets with a fine tooth and comb. Yeah, um, you know, as I said earlier, I think broad brushing in small caps is dangerous, and that's why it's really important to have a concentrated strategy. Right. We only have 28 positions on our fund currently. We're one of the most concentrated funds in the small cap space, and that's really important more than ever now because of, of, of what's happened over the past five years. So we really like our positioning, and I think that being away from the index and having a bunch of unique securities has really helped us to outperform this year. Tell me about some of the other names here. You have the, the Washington, WASH, you had MYR Group, and Hamilton Beach. Tell me about some of those names you like and why. Yes, yeah, so uh, WASH is, is a large position for us as well. Uh, it's a, it's a North, Northeastern bank, um, excellent balance sheet, a 13% uh, common equity ratios, paying over 4.5% 4, 4 dividend currently. Um, I think the fear with banks right now is that credit's going to get a lot worse, but this is a company that even during the great financial crisis didn't have any credit issues, so we really like the culture there. Um, Hamilton Beach Brands is a company you probably have their products in their house, in your house. This is a company that is in deep value territory, um, and what I mean by that is um, they're having supply chain issues. Company's down about 50% off its highs about a year ago, um, mm -hmm. but yet if you look at the balance sheet, they have, the market cap right now is about $180 million. Their working capital on the balance sheet exceeds the market cap of the company. So you've got $650 million mm, in sales. Good. They're not earning a lot of money, right? I mean, their margins are under pressure right now, but right. we don't think that's sustainable condition as supply chain gets better. So that's a theme that we really like and we think this company has explosive upside potential. And obviously, you watch every one of these names individually, you look at small caps as a group, and you watch the major market averages overall. You have a rising rate environment, potential of recession, um, a change in jobs are likely based on what the Fed is doing. How are, how are you seeing the markets going forward in a general sense well we're not we're not um, we're not market predictors we're stock pickers right. so we, we really have a, a, a bottom-up process in how we do it but right. I will say that looking at some of the the metrics in our portfolio of degree of cheapness right now our portfolio is probably a little bit above average mm -hmm. so um, you know I think that there is more opportunity obviously than there was three to six months ago but there's probably going to be a lot of choppiness along the way because the one thing that's happened is a lot of the decline so far have been more multiple compression, but the earnings might need to adjust as well. Right, and we're anticipating that earnings may get worse going forward rather than better. Just quickly, international, is this predominantly USA? Has anything changed if you said, oh, wow, I, I love international here or there or less so or more so? We have a, a, a North American mandate. We have a, a few companies based in Canada but for the most part, it's a U.S. domicile fund, right. and, that, and that's our focus. Okay, good to know. Glad we had this discussion. What a nice one to have. Vic Cunningham, thank you so much at Third Avenue Small Cap Value Fund. Thank you good very to much. see you. Thanks for coming in today.